0: Welcome to another episode of Your Business Story. I'm your host, Kristen Spencer, and today we are going to talk about better communication so that you can actually achieve the professional goals that you have. You won't want to miss this one.
1: shows Kristen she's on a business writing missions to make sure you know what worse a say so that what you deserve is what you'll get paid because story tell it everything it haunts for the everything language in the days and your business story
0: this is episode 20 of season 1 stepping back for better communication with Jennifer Perlong Despite StreamYard working to keep us from coming on today, we are here and I have the amazing, wonderful, if I read everything on her resume, you would be super intimidated, Jennifer
1: Furlong. Jen, thank you so much for being on the show today. How are you? Thank you for having me, Kristen. And by the way, no intimidation allowed. Absolutely (laughs) not. I am excited to have this conversation with you. I'm just happy to be here. I'm so thankful for you coming on
0: the show. For those who don't know anything about Jen, let me tell you that she's a super um, impressive person. I'm not going to be intimidated by her, and neither should you. But she is a TEDx speaker. She's a TEDx coach. She's a former Marine. Oh, sorry. You don't say former, right? You're always a Marine.
1: Well, yeah, once a Marine, always Marine. But you could say Marine veteran, that'd be good. But as Marine. long as it's not ex-Marine, that's that's the one hard, fast rule.
0: <laughs> right. I was like, I remember there being something about the thing I'm doing right. wrong right now. <laughs> but also, she is a communications expert, and she has over 30 years of experience in the communication industry. So I thought it would be amazing to have her on because I know so many business owners who struggle endlessly with communication. And oh, I just one more shout out. See, the list of shout outs is like super <laughs> long because of how amazing you are. But um, <laughs> Jen also has her own podcast, which is the communication twenty four seven podcast, which communication twenty four seven is also the name of her business where you can get expert help from her individually which i highly recommend um but jen thank you so much for being here again and it's going to be oh actually something special is happening right now and i forgot to tell you about it ahead of time but we have a whole research writing college class watching and they're gonna send us. oh (laughs) wow now i'm intimidated (laughs) But I'm sure they're really nice because they're Kelly's students and she's the best teacher ever. So um, make sure (laughs) that you go ahead and send whatever questions you want. We'll answer them as best we can. And we're so glad you're joining us today.
1: Oh, and, uh, I just want to mention, I taught communication and public speaking courses for 18 years at the college level. And one of those classes, communication classes was communication research. So students be on your, a game, send me some good questions.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. She's raised the ante. So, you know, try to stump her if you can Okay, so I have my questions here. And as we go, I know you're going to fill in amazing information to help the people who are listening. But let's go ahead and dive into question number one. Are you ready?
1: Okay, I'm ready. I, I, I hope I can do it justice. So let's see. No, let's, let's you go. Uh,
0: okay, you're amazing. First of all, Jen did not disqualify what she said, because she's amazing. All right, so moving forward. <laughs> So what is the most important problem that you solve for your client and who is your client?
1: My passion is I love working with organizations to help them solve their most challenging communication issues. And of course, that means that I work with the most important asset, the workforce. So the employees, um, the 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 employees I most like to work with are new managers because what will happen is you are this amazing employee, right? You put in all of this time and effort and you develop all the skills and you get this wonderful promotion. Yay. Congratulations. Now you're in charge of people. And unfortunately all of those skills that you spent time developing do not have anything to do with, with relationship development, management, learning how to solve, uh, conflict effectively, how to adapt your communication style effectively, how to give feedback, you know, effectively, um, team building, all of those things. So those are the types of problems that I solve within the organization, uh, just helping them create, um, a culture of healthy communication, you know, a healthy communication climate. And so that teams can work together most effectively.
0: Wow, yeah, that's a lot of good stuff built in there. (laughs) Actually, my husband, he works for PepsiCo, which we love Pepsi, um, but they're having a similar problem where they were talking to him about how not everyone can do what he does as far as Mm -hmm. like respecting other people, communicating in a healthy way. And he's mm-hmm. not interested in a management position because it's salary instead of hourly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> giving up something, right? <laughs> right, right. You, you're like, okay, what? Which thing do you know? Do I yeah. want the flexibility and the money, or do I want the leadership opportunity and? you know, all of the different things that come along with that.
1: Yep. Yep. It's a whole host of responsibilities. And unfortunately, that's what many managers, when they get into that position for the first time, it's a, it's a, a realization that hits you really hard at the very beginning. And, um, I really, Think it's the organization's responsibility to make sure that anyone that they're going to promote into these types of positions, they need to make sure that they are setting them up for success. And right. um, so make sure that they get the skills, you know, uh, allow them the opportunity to develop those skills so that they can uh, be as successful as possible.
0: Right. Like you said, it's management is a completely different skill set because mm-hmm. you have to create a new zone of genius. Do you think that's fair? Mm-hmm to say?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I hesitate to use the word genius. Um, okay. tell me yeah. what you like instead, I, we're all a work in progress every day in communication skills, you know, it, it's no different. So if you feel as if you need to, continue to work on those skills, congratulations, you're human. We all do. Even the quote experts will tell you it is all, we're always learning. We're always growing. We're always, you know, exploring, uh, different situations because the human animal is a very complex one. And so communication skills, you will find what works for one relationship, May not necessarily work for another relationship. What works in one situation may not work in a different, you know, situation. So, um, I think when you go into it and having having a healthy amount of um, understanding that there's so much we don't know, mm. but be okay with trying things out and, and understand and, and give yourself permission to be human, just as you should give everyone else permission to be human. And so, you know, we're, it's this, it's this complicated puzzle that we're all trying to figure out together. And so, uh, yeah, there's no genius attached to that. It's it's perseverance more than anything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We actually did get a question from the lovely students. Cool. And I'm going to, because I feel like it ties in with our next question. I'm going to preface with my question and then show you their question. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what is the biggest pain point your client is in right now? And what do they think? Right. Because we know when we work with people, they think if they just do this one thing, they'll solve it. But we know that actually it's four steps before that probably. Yeah. So what do they think they need to solve it? And this question ties in so nicely, which Mm -hmm. they said, we'd love to hear more about feedback, especially when the employee's behavior or work product isn't up to par. And I feel like this Ah.
1: is part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually does tie in quite nicely into the biggest pain point, I think, for most of my clients. You know, unfortunately, by the time I get called in, there are already some issues that are happening. Mm -hmm. And so what what I recommend is you have to back up and you have to remember that we are um, dealing with human beings here. And so there are a lot of questions that you need to ask in order to arrive at the correct answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I hesitate blaming everything on employees because I do wholeheartedly believe that it's the leader's responsibility to make sure that expectations are clear, right. that they understand um, how to listen well, how to listen effectively, because you can listen using the wrong listening style. Um Yeah. And, and that, you know, they understand how to, uh, communicate with clarity, you know, specificity is so incredibly important and that you can be honest, you know, in, in your communication with your employees without being cruel, Mm. you know? Um, and, and so we have to kind of back up and because what oftentimes what will happen is we'll have an employee who seems like they're a difficult employee. Right. And they, you know, let's say you're in a meeting and they either cross their arms and they're not interacting at all, but you see it, it's written on their face and their body language. They, they have just completely disengaged, but they obviously have some negative opinions about whatever's being said. Or you might have an employee who does the opposite thing and they're just all in it. They're interrupting, you know, they're being very aggressive, even combative. And so when you think how acknowledged does that employee feel, you know, when there are decisions being made, when there are, um, um, instructions being laid out, you know, how involved are your employees in that process and how comfortable are you involving your employees in that process? Because, Every single one of us wants to feel acknowledged. Mm. We want to feel valued. You know, who doesn't want to feel like in the workplace that, that their opinion matters, you know, um, that they feel like management trusts them, you know, and, and wants to hear their op- opinion. It doesn't mean that they're going to go with your opinion all the time, but who doesn't want to feel that? And right. so we communicate that frustration if we feel that we're not acknowledged, if we feel that we are not valued, if we feel that our opinion about anything, you know, it it just does not matter that we don't matter in the workplace, we express that frustration in different ways. And so then that's when you get the arms crossed or, you know, the interruptions. So I always go back to the leadership, go back to the manager and then have a conversation with them about their management style and what is it that they are doing that is creating a healthy communication environment? You know, um, that. and oftentimes, yeah, that's, that's, that's really the pain point, you know, right there.
0: Even though they're like, I just need to get them to listen to me more probably, or I just need to get them to obey what I'm telling them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, you know, going into the the question about feedback specifically, Um, a lot of times every single one of us, when we talk about, I want to be a better communicator, I want to be more effective at communication. Let's be honest. What we really mean is I want to be able to say what I want to say. And I just want people to listen, right? I want people to listen to me more. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is not effective communication, right? If it were as simple as me talk, you listen, We would never have any misunderstandings, no miscommunication, no arguments, you know, none of that stuff. So we have to go into it. Number one, listening is the number one communication skill that needs to be developed. So if you can learn how to listen well um, and, and the different styles of listening, you will be so tuned into the moment that that is going to be the guide you know, for, for how you verbalize whatever it is that you feel like needs to be verbalized in the next moment. Um, and then the second thing is understand that you have to meet people where they are. It is much easier for you to be observant and learn how to adapt to other people's communication style rather than expecting everybody else to figure you out and adapt to your communication style. Um, if you go through life expecting everybody else to adapt to you, you are going to be miserable. I guarantee it for the rest of your life. Yeah. But you know, if you can learn Um, how to adapt your style to others by paying attention, you know, and learning about those different styles, you will be more successful when you do communicate with them. You know, if you do want to persuade them or you want to influence them in some way, or you just want to find out, you know, just have a conversation with them, you will be more successful in that communication. Um, I have a feeling though, specifically with the feedback question, is there a tool that's probably that's usually the question i'm asked is there a tool that you can use to get the employee to understand what the feedback is that well you're here let to me give. just oh, yeah. show
0: you the follow-up yeah. question because yeah. you <laughs> got it you got it the follow-up question was how does a leader effectively deal with conflict and tensions in their group so it sounds like yes they're asking for a tool yeah
1: yeah, yeah. so there's two things here um number one i'm gonna give you a tool that is very easy to use Um, And it's called the SBI technique. So SBI stands for situation, behavior, and impact. So remember earlier I said specificity is the game in communication. So if you need to have a crucial conversation. You need to have a difficult conversation and you need to give someone some feedback that they may not necessarily be happy with. The last thing you want to do is go into it attacking that person as an individual. Well, you are being lazy in this, or you don't care about this project, or you refuse to do A, B, and C. What are they going to do? They're going to immediately become defensive. That's a no-brainer, right? Because you're attacking them You're not attacking the issue. So we have to remember, don't focus on the individual, focus on the problem, focus on the topic, focus on the issue itself. So situation, behavior, impact. So in situation, you specifically explain the place and time. So if there was one thing in particular, and by the way, focus on one thing at a time, right? So if there's one thing that you needed to give, yeah, not a whole list. No, no. (laughs) So, uh, going back to the example, there is an employee who, uh, is during the meeting, crossing their arms and making it obviously obvious that they're not happy being there. So the situation, the place and time, you know, this morning, when we had our group meeting and everybody was sitting at the table, and I asked, you know, if anybody had any questions or if anybody had any concerns, you know, and then I, I waited for some responses. That's the situation, right? So we know exactly where we are in in place and time. The behavior I under I observed that you seemed like you were a little upset because you were crossing your arms. And I could tell by the look on your face that maybe you wanted to say something, but perhaps you were hesitant to say something. Hmm. You know, so that's the behavior that I observed. Right. Right. What's the impact, you know, but I really value what you have to say. And I know with your experience that you can offer something that we can all learn from. And so if, when I ask that question, it would be, it would be really great if you can offer your, your opinion on this, because we all really need to know what it is that you're thinking in this time, you know, that's going to help elevate the entire group. That's the impact. Right? So you notice, I didn't say, you know, you sit back and you're just like a grouch, (laughs)
0: Right. I don't like your, I don't like it when you do that. Right. That's not going to help. That sounds like a five-year-old critique.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. So situation, behavior, impact, you know, and always frame it in, in terms of, you know, what can we do? What is the solution, uh, based on the problem, you know, the behavior so that we can move on from this you know, in a positive, more constructive direction, um, that's constructive instead of destructive right there. So SBI, that's a real quick, you know, easy tool to remember in any situation where you feel like, uh, you need to give some, some feedback to somebody and you're a little hesitant as to how they're going to you know, respond to that feedback as for the conflict. You know, I think that was the, the, the main part of that second question, right? Conflict, we really have to take a step back and think about what is our perception of conflict, number one. If I were to ask you to just choose one word that you think of right away when I say the word conflict, what what, what would you say? Give me some examples or give me just one word.
0: The first thing that came
1: to mind was fight. Yeah, fight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you the class that is that is listening right now or watching right now, um, if they're coming up with some words, I guarantee you the vast majority of them are going to be negative words. Right. Fight. Yeah. Um, unhappiness. Uncomfortableness. Disagreement. Um, disagreement. I've had people, when I've done workshops in this, I've had people write down a little sticky note, violence. And I'm like, ooh, like that escalated quickly. (laughs) Wow. Jump right to violence. Um, Out of all the workshops, I've only had a handful of people actually write down a positive word, Mm. you know, in connection to conflict. So we really do need to change our mindset.
0: All right. Let's take a few seconds for our sponsor break because their business stories matter too.
1: When people ask what you do as a professional, do your palms and pits start to sweat? Do you break out in hives? Well, don't worry, we've got you covered. Today, you can take Literary Symmetry's complimentary 30-minute masterclass to help you craft your one big sentence, so that next time you have 60 seconds to share your story, you know exactly what to say. Because your business story matters. Sign up today at LiterarySymmetry.com forward slash pathway. And now back to our episode about an epic business owner, just like you. Look, people are people. We all have our different beliefs, our different values, our different ways of doing things, our different likes, our different dislikes. And that is not going to change.
0: Right.
1: Um, So, We have to get past this feeling that if I disagree with someone about something, it's the end of the world. Sometimes you have to get through the conflict to get to the good stuff that's waiting on the other side. Yeah. So that's the positive thing about conflict. Um, So really think about what your perception of conflict is. And if you go into it with that negative mindset, you're going to have a lot more difficult time effectively managing that conflict. But if you can go into it, focusing on, Hey, look, here's a problem. This is the problem we're experiencing. And it's perfectly natural that we're having this problem because guess what? We're all humans and humans at times can suck. So we can all agree Mm -hmm. on that. That's one thing we can't agree on. Let's focus on this problem. And I know between the two of us or between our group, we're going to be able to think of several solutions, you know, so let's, Let's focus on the solutions. What, what's the issue and what are some possibilities that are out here? So if you can start using language like that, you know, the possibilities, what are some solutions? What are some options that we have? Again, instead of focusing on the people, we're focusing on the problem and the solutions that is going to help in that, uh, in that scenario, you know, where there is conflict. So mindset has a huge part to play you know, in, in conflict management. Um, and, and one th- other thing I wanted to say, be very careful. If you are the type, you are so uncomfortable with conflict that you just go with the flow all the time. You are accommodating all of the time. That is not good. That is not good. Um, well that's you know, avoiding, right? Yeah. It's avoiding. Sometimes avoidance is the right answer. You know, going back to that word violence. I mean, if there is somebody who is really upset about (laughs) something and you don't know them that well and you're not sure how they're going to react to you, then sometimes you know, just hightailing it out there is you know, it's that is the right answer. You give them space. Yeah, give them space. Now is not the time to have this conversation. Don't push it. And you know, so there is a time and place for avoidance. There is a time and place for accommodating because, in the grand scheme of things does this really matter? You know, if I acquiesce to this, is it really going to make that big of a deal in this instance? Probably not. But if you're doing those things all of the time, what you're doing is you're, you're, um, you're denying the relationship and you're denying the group, the, um, the possibility of being able to transcend past, you know, that conflict and at the end of the day, it's really unfair to everybody else. If, if right. you're truly upset about something, but you are not willing to talk about it and let them know what it is, that's unfair to them. You know, of course you're going to remain upset because you haven't addressed it.
0: Right. You know? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you're, so you're also limiting the collaborative process, right? Where mm-hmm. yeah. you're saying, yeah. okay, well, I'm not going to say what I think because I'm angry But the truth is that as humans, we have a collective existence. Yeah. Yeah. We think we're more creative in groups, right? It's just proven.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So, you know, off. That one idea that you have, and as off the wall as it may seem, that might be the one idea, that might be the one thing the group needs to hear in order to get to that next step, in order to get to that next level. So that's what we have to get past this idea that if there's conflict or any type of of friction, you know, it's necessarily a bad thing because it's not.
0: Right. And also like one of the things when I'm talking to so I've been married for almost 17 years. And so I'll talk to young couples and they're like, how do you survive the first year? And it's a valid question. I'm like, you have to learn how to fight with each other. And they just look at me as if I have said the most absurd thing. And I'm like, to go to the next level of understanding with someone, you have to argue with them because you both care deeply about things and to mm-hmm. care deeply about each other, you need to know what the other person is thinking and what they care about.
1: Yeah. And effective communication does not necessarily mean that you end in agreement. Right. You know, there's uh, room some. For, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, sometimes you are just going to disagree. We're, you know, sometimes there are just topics that you are so emotionally invested in and that your belief, you have such a strong belief, you know, and it could be based on a uh, value system, you know, your the culture you've grown up in or right. the, the religious beliefs that you have. It could be that they're so ingrained that that you are going to wholeheartedly disagree. Um, but, you know, disagreement um, does not destroy relationships. It's the disrespect that destroys relationships. So you have to go into it, you know, with that understanding. Yeah.
0: All right. We have one more question from the students and then I'm going to try to, uh, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to qualify what I'm saying. I'm going to actually (laughs) write your USP, uh, for you, which your, your USP already is so tight because you're a communications expert, right? Uh, but here is their question. Do you have advice for peer-to-peer rather than leadership communication, especially for younger adults? Oh, this is a good one.
1: Yes, this is a very good one, and I'm so happy that you asked this question. Um, I'm going to guess if if this class is anything like the classes that I used to teach, I'm, I'm imagining you're probably made up of uh, on average, early twenty-something students. You know, if this is an undergraduate class, and I got to tell you, I feel for you right now. Um, I'm turning fifty my next birthday, and things are so different from when I was in my early twenties. And you have so many additional challenges that we did not have uh, in in developing and and maintaining my relationships, you know, or our relationships. And I'm in Gen X, you know? Um, And so I, one of the questions I asked, I was teaching a human communication class one time, and I asked my students, how often do you just get away from everything? You turn off the phone, you turn off the TV, you, you don't listen to any podcasts. You don't, you know, it's just quiet and you're sitting there with your thoughts. So you can just really think about, just whatever, whatever it is that you feel like you need to think about. Not even what, maybe two, you know, out of the entire class, raise their hands. So I think in order for you to be more effective communicators, I encourage you, I really do encourage you to really think about what you value, you know, what your belief systems are, and when you have conversations with others, are you surrounding yourself with people who are willing to listen to different ideas, who are willing to engage, you know, in exploring different ideas? Do you feel like you are supported? Do you lift each other up or are you surrounding yourself with individuals who want to, um, limit You know, what you feel that you can say that you really do have to be mindful of that. Um, I can tell you nothing will make you feel worse in this life if you feel unacknowledged and you feel that you are unable to say what you really think and feel, you know, to to your friends, to your peers Um, that that requires you to peel back the layers, though. And that's not always fun to do. No. But yeah, but it's a necessary process. So get away from the Instagram. You know, I know Insta is fun, but get away from the Instagram, get away from the social media, um, get away from, you know, the interwebs, um, and, and all of that outside noise really think about what it is, you know, what is your purpose? What is your goal? What makes you happy? And then surround yourself with people who will help elevate you, who will help you achieve those goals. They will be your cheerleader, you know, and sometimes that means, um, doing a difficult task and letting some people go, you know?
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Those that's the
1: hardest lesson as a young person. I think yeah. that's one of the hardest lessons as a young person to understand that you are allowed to pivot. You are allowed to pivot. Yes. You are allowed to grow. And if you somebody says you've changed, yeah. If somebody says you've changed, good. That means you are learning, you are growing, yeah. you are developing. And it's not your fault that they have stayed the same, that they are not learning, developing, and growing. You know? So um, yeah, that's that's a difficult thing.
0: The the students said thank you so much for answering their oh, questions. You're welcome. They appreciate you're welcome. it. Yeah, I also feel like We're tipping into this arena of wanting to be in what my husband and I call echo chambers.
1: Oh, yeah. Where we just
0: Mm -hmm. want what we think parroted back to us. And you cannot grow in that environment.
1: You can't. You can't. One, just real quickly, one of the things, um, I'm a media analyst. So my my side hustle is I get paid to read and rate the news for reliability and bias. A lot of fun. The thing is, though. Uh, we work together in groups and little pods, and there's always a left lean analyst, a right lean analyst, and then someone who is in the center politically. Okay. One of the things I love about that is we are forced to have conversations oh. about news of the day mm. and it really hones your listening skills, you know, and you, and when you try to explain what you're thinking about a topic, you really have to be mindful of the words that you're choosing to use so that they can understand what it is that you're saying. You know, um, the message you send may not necessarily be the message received you know, if if you don't get anything else out of this, that's, that's the number one lesson. So being mindful of how, how that message is and in the language and the words and, you know, all, all of that, that goes into the communication process. It really helps to surround yourself with people who may not necessarily agree with you on certain things. And that's great. Yeah, that's great.
0: It makes for such Mm -hmm. a richer life. And I don't Mm -hmm. mean money, Richer. But that's also a good segue to ask you, Jen, do you want to talk for a minute or two about your new book?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my new book is called "Cracking the Rich Code." Um, I'm a co-author with several other authors from around the world. and In my particular chapter, I talk about self empowerment. Mm. When I first decided to join the Marine Corps, everybody thought I had lost my mind, and not one person <laughs> thought it was a good idea. Not one person, you know, supported me. Not one person had a had a positive thing to say, including my own recruiter, he had never put a woman in the Marine Corps before. And so, yeah. And so he was really hesitant to start with me. So I talk about that experience, you know, the, the difficulty, you know, the challenge of being uh, the first woman, you know, in that space, um, the challenges of having to assert yourself, you know, when no one else believes in you. Um, but how sweet it is when you stick to the plan and you say, screw it. This is what I really want. I know I, you may not think I can do this, but I know I can do this and you do it, you know? So, and, and so I talk about that experience and some of the lessons learned attached to that.
0: That's amazing. I can't wait. I'm getting mine soon. I'm pretty excited. (laughs) I got the (laughs) notification. I was like, Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Are you ready for your unique selling proposition? Which is just like I say it's the one big sentence you need. This is definitely like a run on sentence, but Yeah. You can split it up if you want. Are we ready? Awesome. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like covering up our faces. That's how long it is. (laughs) So it says, I help people understand how to communicate by taking a few steps back so they can understand how to speak, interact, and lead effectively to get results based on the fact that we're all human and we're all learning to listen and speak to each other better. And when we listen to understand and validate others, we're much more likely to succeed.
1: Nice. Yes. Yeah. You got all of that. That's me. That's me in a nutshell (laughs) right there. Nicely done to do with whatever. That's a testament to to your listening skills right there.
0: I actually teach people if they want to be successful business owners, because they come to me for messaging advice. Right. I'm like, actually, Mm -hmm. the first thing you need to learn to do is listen. And they look at me. They're like, what?
1: Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. It's such
0: an important skill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's such an important skill. Number one, learn how to listen. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. OK, well, Jen, let's say that one of the listeners wants to connect with you because they want coaching or they want you to come work with their business. What's the best way for them to reach out?
1: The best way to reach me is through my website, www.communication247.com. And it's all spelled out, no numbers. Um, and I'm also uh, very active on LinkedIn. So if you are right on LinkedIn, yeah, you can DM me. And I will get back with you. And um, the website is also, if anybody's interested, you wanna buy that book, go ahead and buy the book. And
0: I'll sign it for you. (laughs) Yes, do it so we can all read it together because I'm definitely going to be reading it. (laughs) And for those who are on the chat, both of those links were dropped in there. So you can either go to her website, you can go to her um, LinkedIn. And for those who are listening on replay, I will have all of this in the show notes. Don't you worry. Jen, thank you so much for coming on today. It was an honor to have you. What's one little last nugget of wisdom that you can impart to the listeners about communicating successfully?
1: Uh, I think it's really important. Give yourself permission to be human. We all make mistakes. um, And, you know, that's that's life. Uh, the most important thing is to be willing to be vulnerable, uh, own up to those mistakes, learn from those mistakes and be willing to share those lessons learned with the world. Because the best way to pick yourself up is through trying to, um, lift others up, you know, so that's my advice. Yeah.
0: Ooh, so good. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Jen, for being here. Thank you to our students who tuned in and asked such insightful questions. We love that you did that and we appreciate you. And I will be back again with another amazing business owner to share their business story. And remember, your business story matters.
1: Thank you for listening to my mom's radical podcast. Cool face emoji. And if you want to be radical like my super awesome mom, then you should totes check out her impact accelerator. You just need to leave a review of this podcast and screenshot that baby and send it to impact at literary dot com. And like my mama always says, your business story matters. Hey, <laughs> uh, I don't sound like that. Let's do
0: copyright.